right. Well, here we fucking are. We're back. We're going to do the part two of the dirty episode. So once again, have a seat. Um, sit down and get your drink, your bong, your blunts, your joints, your can of fucking beer, your hot cup of tea. I don't give a fuck. Just, just sit down for a second. Give yourself a goddamn rest, because I know you're probably working yourselves to death out there, like, like most of America, or at least the ones worth their fucking salt, and, um, we're gonna talk about men, or my perspective, I will straight up say, men are objectified, and I'm not saying that it is as bad as women, and minorities in this world throughout history, but I'm just, I'm going to speak from my perspective as a woman who is a masculine woman sometimes and very dominant, and I'm going to explain my perspective on, perspective on men, sex, and weed and things like the other episode. Um, I probably won't speak quite the same about men because, once again, I am not a man. I do not know what it is like to be a man in this world. Or a modern man in this world. Um, so, I'm just going to wing this. Please don't get mad at me. Um, but yeah, here we go. So sit down, light your shit up. I'm going to be vaping. Uh, excuse me. I'm going to be vaping this uh, episode with some... Uh, it's this uh, vape from Dank Vapes called Orange Chai. It's got orange and a tea bag on the front of it. And it's black. Yes, it's one of the legit ones. I checked... Um, and so we're gonna get pretty fucking lit. I got my waters in this bitch. Two liters of water. Stay hydrated out there, especially since we're talking about sex and whatnot. You want to make sure you got, you know, plenty of water in your body for that. Alright, so here we go. Men, sex, and weed, and everything in between in that area. What do I want to talk about first? Well, as a woman... <clears throat> um, my perspectives on men. Most women, their first pers perspective on men is their father. Some, not so much because their fathers are not in the picture sometimes, and that's sorry. I'm sorry that happens, but, um, but my father was there the whole fucking time. They're still married. My parents are still married. Um, my father went to prison, um, in his younger years and was, uh, you know, after that was fine. He got in trouble. Um, but other than that, after that shit happened and it went down, yeah, that affected our lives pretty hardcore, but I believe he learned from his mistakes. He never went back in. Um, he made something for himself and now he does pretty well, I would say, um, it took a while to get to where he is, and it took longer because he had been a felon. But, you know, it's, you know, you give and you get, I suppose, in that kind of perspective. He did break the law. Um, and for stupid shit, too, but we'll have to talk about that in another episode. So, first perspective on men was, my perspective was my father, of course. Um, when I was younger, I went to Bible school and things like that. So, of course, like people, uh, like men in the cloth, like um, pastors and whatnot, I had experience with them. I, uh, most of my grandfathers were dead. 
Um, the ones that were alive, my parents did not want me around because they were racist, alcoholic bastards um, that did horrible things to my grandmother and mother, and so they wanted to keep me from them in fear that the same thing would happen to me had they let me have contact with them. Um, not doing good so far, but I did not know that because as a young child, you don't know that shit. You just, you know, you think that they're not there or that you just can't see them. So early on, um, when I was younger, I grew up around a neighbor kid named Dylan and we we're pretty good friends. I fucking, Dylan and I were bros. Um, I was like, you know, tomboy. So I played football with him. Um, we fucking went through, like, the woods together, we would build, like, traps, make, like, fake weapons, uh, all kinds of shit, climb fucking trees, build tree houses, all that good shit. Um, you know, it was a good experience. I've, I've never felt the fear that some women have with men, because physically, I've never had to be scared of a man. Not because of just my size, but I'm also really strong, but I'm confident. But I think, I don't know what it is. My dad says that my mom and I have like some sort of fucking, it has to be like pheromones or something, where we just give off some sort of aura or vibe that, you know, don't fuck with me, but we're cool, but don't fuck with me. You get what I'm saying? Respect me. And I've never been, like, straight up disrespected, um, by a gentleman, like, in the public or anything like that. Um, there's been a couple weird date things that have gone down, and I've talked about that. I think I talked about the one guy that was kind of stalkery on Facebook, um, but other than that, like, I like guys. I relate to them. I actually feel more comfortable around gentlemen if I'm hanging around them because women, I'm no offense, guys, but women are more intelligent. And so with intelligence can come almost like, I don't know, it's like a threat. You're almost on edge sometimes because you don't, it's a trust thing. I don't know. It's not that I don't trust other women. It's just certain other women is, is the problem. I don't like catty bitches. Like, you know, like the popular chicks. Those women piss me off. Um, I don't like women that do everything they're told either. If I had to speak from kind of more dominant masculine kind of side of myself, <clears throat> um, I don't like... I like a little bit of fight. Jesus Christ, don't just... Be a fucking slave carrying a bag around. It's, it's fucking weird. Like, I don't know. Anyway, getting off the topic of women. Um, going back to the guy stuff. Guys, okay. I feel like from the time that they're little boys, they are told they're not allowed to have feelings. Or that they're not allowed to show those feelings or show emotion or fear or things that are not manly and masculine. That they have to like sports. And they have to be strong and tough and brave. Um, and they have to be like fucking brick walls. And you know like immovable pillars stuck into the earth kind of shit. And I feel like that needs to change. I don't feel like... 
men have to be, you know, the fucking, uh, I don't know what you want to call it. They don't have to be the hard pillar of the family anymore. This is, this times have changed because we've had, you know, we had the sexual revolution and now we're getting like equal pay and stuff. Guys, you don't have to carry the weight anymore. But it also means that bitches can't make them carry the weight all the fucking time because they're lazy. That shit is a thing. That's a thing. It's a double standard. We're going to talk about some double standards with guys too. Because something popped up at work the other day and it just, it made me a little concerned. Especially with all the bathroom equality things that have been going on with like LGBTQ and things like that. Um, so at work there's a men's and a women's restroom. The women's is mostly used, uh, I would say it's, it's used more than the guys at least, very much so, and, um, like, not a lot of people go in the guys, except for, you know, a few gentlemen here and there. We have male therapists and female therapists, um, and oftentimes some women, if the women's is full, will go into the guys' bathroom. Nobody gives a fuck, because no one really goes in there. I would say, in my line of work, we mostly have female clientele and female guests. So, <clears throat> it's not strange, but on the off chance that someone is occupying both bathrooms, and it's in male and female bathrooms, uh, are full, and you gotta take a piss, but you're a guy, if someone's in the men's, and no one's in the women's all of a sudden after that, you gotta piss, but you, you know, you gotta, you got things you gotta get to, um, I'm sorry, but I think they should be allowed to go piss in the women's room, because it's not like a grouped bathroom, it's a one, you know, one toilet, sink, bathroom, like, there's, then there's the door, you lock it, there's the toilet, there's the sink, that's it, so it's one person at a time bathroom anyway, if it's a public, like, group restroom, I can see why some people would be concerned, but they have them all over the place in fucking Europe, okay? Um, and so, I feel like it's a double standard. If women can go into the men's restroom when the women's is full and the men's is empty and there'd be no problem, I think it should be allowed vice versa. I would say even my father would disagree with that thought, but I'm gonna go ahead and fucking say it anyway. Um... My father is very modern, my parents are very cool, very chill parents, um, got me through a lot, still get me through a lot, however, they are very old school about certain things, this is a new dawn, new age, I feel like this bathroom situation that's going on in this country is very far beneath us, and we need to get past this already, okay? Um, I feel like they should be able to use the women's restroom if they have to piss, uh, that's just it. That's my opinion. You don't have to agree with it. I think it should be allowed. Because if you hold your fucking piss, like therapists do, for hours and not pee, you're going to get a fucking bladder infection. Or get fucking kidney stones. Or other horrible shit and be in immense pain and stress because you have to piss for hours. So fuck that. Get your... I don't give a fuck. Push Barbara out of the way. 
punch her in the fucking throat, and then jump into the goddamn bathroom and lock it, and you take your fucking piss. Sorry, that was violent. Don't do that. But I'm just saying, motherfucker, if we have to piss, we're not thinking about sexually assaulting someone as women. I don't think guys are the same either, but... I mean, it's whatever. They think that gay men are going to sexually assault people in bathrooms or transgendered people are going to assault people in bathrooms. Nah, they're probably just trying to take a fucking piss, honestly. That's the truth of it. They're probably just trying to pee. But whatever. Um... Alright, that's enough of the bathroom situation. I feel like I went on a fucking rant, but that really fucking pissed me off. On to a more funny, cheerful note. Let's talk about another thing. I had a friend who is a gentleman who is older that wanted me to, that was trying to give me some ideas and wanted me to talk about certain things. One of his topics he sent me was something called Whiskey Dick, or um, basically Whiskey Dick is where a gentleman has imbibed in too much alcohol, uh, particularly whiskey, usually does it for whatever reason. They say it has something to do with brown uh, liquors, but whatever. Usually it's hard liquor, but I feel like it could happen with any of the alcohols, you know, in certain amounts. But particularly whiskey, um, but any hard alcohol, causes a male... Who has had too much, and when he has uh, had too much alcohol and goes to sleep with somebody, he can't get it up. His dick is soft. Um, and they call it whiskey dick because all the intention and ambition and excitement's there, but your body is not on that level because you have taken too much fucking alcohol into your system. <laughs> so you get whiskey dick. Which is sometimes, like, funny. Like, if you're with a cool chick, guys, she'll think it's funny and she might try and help you work through it. Um, which, working through it can either mean waiting a little bit, fucking around, you know, maybe, you know, I've, I'm gonna talk about an experience of my experience with Whiskey Dick, but, um, maybe sitting around smoking some weeds or maybe a cigarette if you're into that, um, vaping, whatnot. Chilling, maybe some foreplay shit that could be working through it, or it could be, all right, well, let's not, maybe let's not fuck or whatever. We don't have to fuck, that's fine. Maybe just chilling or whatever. Sometimes when you're at that point and you've drank that much that you have whiskey dick, you're probably just gonna pass the fuck out if you don't keep your attention occupied with something. So sometimes working through it means passing the fuck out with your fucking <laughs> pants around your ankles. Limp dick, um, passing out on the floor, and working through it is putting your ass on your side so you don't choke on your own vomit, and saying, have a good night. But being a really good person like myself, I would have at least pulled your pants up, and then laid you on your side, propped with a pillow so you don't choke on your own vomit. Give the man his dignity, okay, ladies? Just, just... Put him on his side and, you know, put the pillow under his head, wedge him up against the wall or something so he doesn't roll back on his back and bounce the fuck out of there. Because obviously the ambition 
And the will was there, but the will of the body was not. The will of mind was not the will of the body. That's all I'm going to say on Whiskey Dick. It's a sad thing. And sometimes it can be worked through, but unfortunately, as you get older, that becomes more difficult because your body is already starting to lose um, its stamina that it once had as far as, you know, getting it up pretty easy. Some older gentlemen have no problems with that, and some do. Sometimes it's just, you know... You know, the uh, roll of the dice. Sometimes it depends on what's been going on with your body's physiology. But, yep, that's Whiskey Dick. Uh, one time, that did happen. Uh, he he could not get it up. And, like, I was like, you know, look, it's it's cool. I'm like, um, I'm, like I'm not super, like, I was, I, we were drunk as... And, and high, so you're cross-faded. But by the time we got down to business and that happened, I was, like, kind of sobering up. So I was like, yeah, this probably isn't a good idea. And I was like, you know, I think I'm just going to smoke again. And then I'm probably going to head out because I was like, I have to go to work in the morning. So he was like, oh, oh, cool. And I was, like, super chill about it. So we just smoked some weed and, um... You know, we smoked a blunt, and we just chilled and talked about, um, memes and shit. That was fun. Um, but I wasn't, like, weird about it. He wasn't weird about it. He was, he was still pretty cross-faded. But I feel like the weed sometimes just on its own after you've been drinking and smoking it, um, it kind of changes. It, it kind of sobers you, or at least levels me out more, as long as I don't drink anymore after that point. So that's a thing. Maybe try that, guys. Maybe that'll help you. Um, it also depends on your tolerance, too. If you've been drinking and smoking weed or just drinking, try stopping drinking for, like, a minute, a hot minute, and smoke a little weed. Don't drink anymore for a while. Maybe get you some water and then see if you can get it up. It might only take 15 minutes. Maybe it takes 20, 25 minutes, or, you know, maybe it's an hour, but either way, you might be able to trick your body into getting a heart on that way. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? I ended up just bouncing out after that, so who knows if he fucking got it up or not. He probably just passed the fuck out, like I said before. Um, fuck, hair loss? We're gonna talk about hair loss? It's genetic, mostly. Um... Some women even get it, too. Um, it's not a big deal. I mean, like, there's sexy bald guys. It's a natural thing that happens. Problem is, as you get older, and let's say you're even married to somebody, um, as you get older, he's probably going to start, guys, you're going to start losing the hair on the top of your head. Um, or it's going to start turning extremely gray really fast. I've seen that before. I mean, what's his name? Steve Martin. Hello? Fucking, he started turning gray in his 20s, like... But nowadays, all these fucking bitches are dyeing their hair gray and silver. Fucking tell them you're Targaryen, bitch. Like, if you got full white, rock that shit. At least don't be creepy, though. If you're, like, in your 20s and 30s and you're getting grays and silvers, I feel like that's cool. I like a man with gray in his fucking hair, okay? That's... That's just my opinion. And if he's younger and he has gray in his hair still, it means he's been through stress and things like that. Or it can also be gen genetic, but stress can change your hair color too. Eye color too. 
my eyes have been turning fucking green, like some shade of like light bluish, but more hard green color lately. It's fucking weird. Um, what else? I know I talked about more female anatomy and like finding the G spot in the last one. Do we want to talk about one of the male G spots for a hot minute? And by one of them, I'm going to talk about the fucking prostate gland because it's just as um, vulgar as the female G-spot one. And uh, I feel like it's the only one I can get on the same level in this episode with. So if you are a minor, get the fuck off this podcast. I, you shouldn't have even been listening to the beginning part of this podcast, but definitely get the fuck off now. There you go. I've said it. Anyway, so... Um, The prostate gland is up along the inner wall of the inside cavity of your anus and colon, okay? And literally, if you took your finger, you know when you go and you get your physical and they want to do a prostate check and the doctor sticks his finger up your ass? He's checking to see if you have any swelling or inflammation around your prostate gland or in your butt essentially. So he's not trying to get fresh with you. He's literally trying to make sure you're not going to die from prostate cancer, which is like, it's a serious thing and it's very painful and it's sad. So just, and I hate to say it like this, but be a man, just let him fucking stick his finger up your ass and make sure you're not going to fucking die later. Okay. Just let him do it. And don't be creepy either. Cause Ugh, I know some, some queer, um, brethren of mine that are sometimes a little too creepy when they go to the doctor, especially if the doctor's attractive. Don't get creepy with your fucking doctor. He's sworn oaths, so many oaths. He is not going to fuck you. There you go. I've said it. Not if he's a good doctor, he will not break his oaths for your gay ass. I'm sorry, I'm just saying it right now. Don't insult his intelligence that way. There, I've said it. Um, but anyway, prostate gland uh, can be quite pleasurable if you know how to get to it and um, when it's appropriate to use it. Some guys don't like prostate stimulation and don't push it. Because some guys just don't like anything in their ass at all. And I can respect that. Because it's an out, not an in. But for women, it's literally, there's no real necessary purpose unless they're into it and it brings them personal pleasure to be sticking things up their ass. Guys, however, have a fucking very sensitive, very um, intense patch of nerves in that um, prostate gland. So get into that, motherfucker. You're gonna blow some people's minds. Okay? If there's any ladies listening to this... You know, in many movies and in cinema and TV, people have joked um, about the finger trick during a (laughs) blowjob. And this is... It's a serious fucking thing. It's... Basically, you're doing the same kind of thing. You're sticking your finger up their ass while you're sucking their dick... And you're going to play with their prostate gland a little bit. And it's going to fucking make their head spin around like in The Exorcist. And, um, but make sure that they're okay with that too. Like, some guys will be like, fuck yeah, like, do it. And some guys will have, like, a kind of hostile reaction to it. You're just going to have to gauge the person. Um, 
Some guys like surprises, some don't. Most of them are not going to care, I'm going to say that. And some of them, but make sure that you, you want to do that, because you are legitly sticking your finger up their ass. So I'm just, just so you are clear on what's about to happen. Give them the respect that they should give you, though, and wash your fucking hands, please. But also, guys, wash your fucking dicks. And don't, like, over-soap your dick, please. If you think that we're going to have sex, when you wash your dick, it's great that you're using hot soap and water. I super-duper appreciate it. Fucking brownie points. Thank you so much on behalf of many ladies and gentlemen and citizens of the rainbows that you washed your fucking genitals. Thank you so much. But please make sure you rinse thoroughly, but do not over soap your dick. Because not only does it not taste good having soap dick in your mouth, but also you can seriously fucking irritate your urethra, your piss hole, like, that's what that is, and, like, anything around that area, don't over-soap your dick. There we go. That's all I'm gonna say. Thank you. Ladies, same thing. Don't fucking over-soap your chonch, okay? Thank you. Um, I should have said that in the other one, but I'm just getting it in now. Covering our bases. Covering our fucking bases. This orange chai is a fucking hybrid, but it's a hybrid with sativa in it, and I am talking real fast. Holy shit. Um, what else? Um, sex. I like sex with guys. Alright, so here's the thing. I told you if I had to choose between men and women that I would choose a woman to spend the rest of my life with. If I had to choose... And I couldn't have both, and I I had to choose one or the other. However, um, dick is never going to get old. I'm going to put it that way. It is a American pastime. It is a international pastime, dick is. In, in any terms, it is a lot like apple pie and fucking chocolate chip cookies to me and baseball in, in the USA. Dick is a pastime. Um, nothing like good old-fashioned dick. And even if it's not live dick, like it's attached to an actual person, and it's a fake one, it's still fucking dick, okay? So, yeah. I know it's not, like, warm dick, but, I mean, you can always stick it in the microwave. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Do not stick your fake dicks in the microwave. Don't fucking do it, you stupid bitches. Anyway, um, man, I'm really feeling the fire and the cussing tonight. Shit. Um, <laughs> fucking gonna listen to this shit later and be like, oh, Bailey. Oh, Bailey. By the way, on a side note, I'm thinking about making some apparel. And calling it the Cult of Bailey, I made a couple symbols up. I think I would need to draw up a pot leaf one, and then I made like a pentagram because it's the Cult of Bailey. I'm just mocking it, really. There is no actual cult, but I thought it looked cool, and some people thought it was funny, so we're just going to go with it. I thought it was cute. Um, so yeah, maybe we'll make some apparel, and you guys can get some t-shirts or something, like... I don't know. I'll have to check it out. Anyway, back to the topic of 
men, sex, and weed. Um, like, I've had some good experiences with men, weed, and sex all in the same scenario. And like I've said before, also, um, like, most of the men I have slept with were started as friends or good, like, best friends. So, I have no problem fucking my friends, and in particular, male friends, because I, I've had a friendship with them, you know, I've smoked weed with them, I've probably drank with them, we've, you know, done shit together, I can trust them in a certain level. And also, I have found that when they see you at friend level and you're just fuck buddies, you actually get a little bit more respect, um, and they act a little bit more normal around you than when they think you're your fuck, like, they're your girlfriend, or you're their girlfriend, sorry. Um, I've noticed that. Also, I observed it from afar from other people, um, like, friends and shit, so, it's, it's like, I don't know, they're more likely to speak their mind with you, in a way. Guys, like I said, don't, they don't feel like they can speak about their feelings, uh, to women, or to especially other fucking men, cause that's super gay, right? Um, <laughs> and, I don't know, so it's like, it's weird. Um, I've had some pretty in-depth conversation with, with, uh, male friends that I've slept with, especially after we've had sex and we're, like, smoking, like, the after smoke, the pillow talk, and, um, you talk about some wild-ass shit, you, men are some funny motherfuckers <laughs> when they high, women too, but it's, like, a different level, you know, and, like I said before, y'all funny, though. some funny bitches. You're dreamers, you know? You fucking, you talk about your dreams, what you want to achieve, who you want to take with you. Um, it's crazy. I like, um, you guys when you're high. Cause you open up a little bit more. I'm not saying it makes you more sensitive or anything like that. What I'm saying is that you just, you tend to speak what you're actually fucking thinking in your heart of hearts most times when you're high. I'm not saying it makes you vulnerable either, but sex and weed together, yeah, you're a little vulnerable. I mean, everybody fucking is at that point. You've been fucked and you're smoking, so just be aware, though, if you fuck a crazy bitch, don't be telling her important shit. Especially if you know she's fucking crazy. You know? Um. But anyway. Guys are fun. I'm trying to think of the, the best place. Because I know I like... I talked about couches in the other one. <laughs> I don't know why. It's a pastime for me. That's another traditional thing for me. Sex on fucking couches. There's something fun about it, though. It takes me back to, you know, it reminds you of, like, your early years. Probably it's it's as nostalgic for me because my first real sexual experience was on a couch. So, um, yeah. So it's just kind of stuck with me. With guys, though, it's not that simple. And I do prefer a bed for gentlemen. Um, I don't know why. Just It just, I don't know. Seems natural to me for that to be happening, but it's whatever.
Has anyone fucked, uh, I know you can't answer this, but, um, just for food for thought, um, you ever fucked in the back of a vehicle? What vehicle was it? Um, <laughs> uh, I'm from the Midwest, so mine was a truck, of course. It was real nice. It was in, like, a hot summer's evening. Only problem was the goddamn bugs. I hate fucking mosquitoes. Um, but it was in the back of a truck, and he had, it wasn't open in the bed of the truck where we were at, but it had, like, one of those covers over the top of it, like, the hard covers with, like, the enclosed back to it, so we just climbed into the back, and he had, uh, like, camping stuff back there, so we used, um, the sleeping cots, the, uh, camping, like, the sleeping bag stuff. That was nice. Yep. Good night. I'm not a big fan of country music, but he played, um, country music. I remember it was, like, really late, so they were playing, like, some Dolly Parton shit and some really old stuff. But it was nice. It was a nice night. But, yep, fucked in a vehicle before. I don't think I could ever have sex in a different kind of vehicle other than, like, a truck or an SUV because there's just no fucking room. I don't know how... People do that shit, y'all. Ugh. That just seems so dangerous. <laughs> I don't know if it seems so fucking tame of me to say let's not fuck in a tiny car, but... Honestly, I just... At that point, I'm just like, we could just wait and fucking do it somewhere else. <laughs> fucking dumb. But yeah. <coughs> Sometimes these vapes will get you. <coughs> Shit. Um. Been in news. What else should I talk about? One time I fucked um this guy that was my uh, he was my my plug my my dealer at the time he was my plug guy, and he, uh, <clears throat> he already, he had other kids and stuff, so, that was really awkward, <laughs> but that wasn't bad, I didn't know at the first time that, it, that we had started the, the thing or whatever, that he had kids, so that was weird, so I was like, oh, you have children, and you're with someone else as your your spouse, your children's mother. Okay, cool. And I was like, I'm out. So I like just never talked to him ever again after that. <sighs> Cause I was I'm not saying it wasn't gonna work out, but I just didn't like doing that. I felt like it was wrong, so and I didn't know at first, so I was like, Well, um, I let it happen a couple times not knowing, and now that I know it's fucking over pretty much. So, whoops. <laughs> oh, well. Didn't want to be a fucking, uh, what do they call it? Homewrecker. Because I don't want none of them, f I don't want no kids. Nope. Um, what else a gentleman? I feel like men are, particularly black men can be sexually objectified. You know? I mean, what was that fucking movie? Um, 
It was, people fucking hated it. It was a horrible movie. What is it called? Mandingo or something. It's so old and it's very inappropriate. But it's so fucking stupid. But it's it's about when the Civil War and, I mean, a little bit before that in the South where, you know, people of color were enslaved uh, by the white Southerners. And, I mean, just overall in fucking America, they were slaves, dude. And they took particularly strong, big... Uh, black men and they would sell them to fight each other and they would fight or white women would buy them as like sex slaves like or fucking plantation owners they didn't care if you were male or female let's talk about um black men in slavery um and women because i feel like the most tortured like I don't know. The most tortured person, I feel, has been the black woman or the minority woman. Or the gay male that has been black or a minority. uh, Or probably the most tortured. Um, But I would also say that there was a thing that went down in the Civil War to gentlemen that were black and that were male. Where they would get, um, they would call it buck breaking. And I'm not going to talk about all the details in that because it's really quite sick. But they would basically physically assault them, beat them, strip them naked, rape them right in front of their families and the other slaves to teach others not to disobey or to rise up against them. Especially if they were strong and like um, if they thought they were cocky or arrogant or if they were stubborn, um, they would basically use them as a fucking lesson um so that was pretty fucked up sorry to go to dark place but like i feel i don't know guys just it's it's a sad story kind of um what happens to guys i'm not saying you give them extra fucking empathy. I'm not saying they are the ones that have suffered the most. That is not what I'm saying. I'm not saying it is anyone in particular. What I'm saying is their version of this story called life has been kind of fucked up since the beginning. Not more so than anyone others, but, or any of the others, but it's, it's hard for gentlemen as well. And you just, you have to see it from all the angles, all the angles. In order to get a true sense of life and the living and our existence, you must learn to empathize and see it in the imaginary kind of like... Is that even a word? Um, (laughs) Sorry. High as fuck. Um, (coughs) You have to see it from a a multi-perspective kind of view. Why are they... Why do they behave like this? Why do they act like this in certain areas? Like, I've talked about women being considered objects by men. That's totally fucking true. It still fucking happens. I feel like it's still prominent in today. But I feel like little by little we're getting foothold. And soon we will be able to draw the line equal between. And then we can move on together to help better our fucking society and existence as a whole, hopefully. 
it's a long way between here and there, though, so don't fucking count on it in my lifetime. <laughs> and if it does, it'll be a fucking miracle, and I might have died feeling I helped achieve something, okay? So we can always hope, right? Um... I've got to talk about men in uniform. I like men in uniforms. I absolutely despise authority, but I admire it when I can wield it. Let me put it that way. When I like having the authority and the power and the control, but I do not like it being used against me, and I don't like seeing it being used in a cruel manner. Which is why I have I have a fear of the police because I I see and like with the race shit going on right now, I see them being cruel and combative and violent for no reason other than the fact that they can't get their way or that they made a mistake and they racially profiled people. It's just it's so fucking, it's so weird to me if there's nothing being done wrong and you know that. Why fuck with people? Leave them the fuck alone, like. <laughs> and this is why I couldn't be a cop, because uh, I just, I wouldn't see a point. I would get into arguments with other officers, probably. They'd be like, oh, they're doing blah, blah, blah. I know they are. And I'd be like, why? And if you fucking tell me it's because they're black. Or because they're a minority of some sort. I'm, I'm, I'm going to request a fucking transfer and I'm going to report your ass. Because that's just, you fucking piss me off. Or I'm going to say some shit to you straight up. Because you can't protect the public if you despise half the fucking public. You know what I'm saying? Bunch of psychopaths attracted to power trying to get into the fucking police force and like the sheriff's departments and Fuck the FBI, military, all that shit. <coughs> government. <coughs> government and fucking politics. Just a bunch of guys trying to stick their dicks into everything. Pretty much. <laughs> I'm sorry. Not really, but... Not quite like that. I didn't mean it like that, guys, but... I like with the corrupt police thing, I know not all of them are like that. And all I can hope is for those of you that, you know, and I'm going to say this, there's a lot of male policemen, a lot, a lot of male, uh, you know, public servants out there. <clears throat> and for those of you that are just and, um, you know, understanding and peaceful and brave, uh, I would say to you, keep doing what you're doing, and I'm sorry that there's so few of you out there. At least they don't get the attention they need. <sighs> it's all a goddamn circle jerk when it comes to the media painting fucking violence and riots in the streets. But I mean, sweetie, it's, it's on our fucking front doorsteps now. If it gets any worse, I don't know what the fuck we're gonna do. I hope this fucking next election turns this shit around. Because <laughs> we're just fucking ourselves right now. Squabbling about race. <laughs> about fucking money. 
and about legalizing marijuana and stupid shit when we're fucking destroying our planet and poisoning our water supply and our resources and raping each other and fucking torturing each other, but here we are fucking killing each other over the colors of our skin. <laughs> Dumb. <laughs> Guys, I know we've gone some weird fucking places on this podcast. And I know, I don't know if it's because the male kind of part of me just sees shit as it really is. I don't sugarcoat things. And that's why sometimes I feel at odds with my own sex or my own, like, gender in a way. Because I can see it from the guy's perspective, the almost nihilistic, where they've accepted what it, how it is, and and who they are, kind of thing. I I see that a lot, even with like relatives and gentlemen today. It's just they have to put that fucking wall up and see things as they are. I like that shit though, but that's why I get into fucking arguments with you know my own fucking, my own, you know, other females, I just, it, some of that shit fucking aggravates me. <sighs> Things are overly romanticized and overly pushed, in a way. Um, things are strange. Human beings are strange. And I hope I never have to talk about anything else dirty on this fucking... <laughs> podcast, but that's probably not going to happen. Uh, I'm going to stop here because I think I want to do another episode on, I don't know. I'm going to probably just ramble on random on the next fucking episode and uh, maybe we'll get into some alien discussion or some deep thoughts about the meanings of life, okay? Um, but yeah, so that's it. <laughs> Sorry, it's been kind of dark and angry, but I just, <clears throat> it changes depending on what I'm uh, fucking talking about, you know? Um, hope you guys enjoyed, and uh, see you guys in the next episode. Bye!